everybody as creatives, we know how important it is to maintain a state of flow and stay alert throughout the workday. So I've partnered with Unlimiter. Unlimiter is a powerful nootropic supplement that helps you stay focused, increases your memory, and gets you through the day as a creative. So check the link below in the description as well as use my promo code JESSE15 for a discount on your first bottle. Once again, use code JESSE15 for a discount on your first bottle. And with that being said, let's get into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. We're here with Joel. Uh, super cool guy I've been following on Instagram so recently a couple of my friends put me on to really cool artists kind of does does a lot of stuff and we're sitting with here with him today how you doing hey I'm doing pretty good uh I'm just in San Leandro California which is like near Oakland uh-huh. and yeah I had a really busy day today so maybe I'm a little burnt actually <laughs> yeah what were you doing um, I managed some bands, uh, and we had like a, uh, tour announcement and I had to just do a bunch of stuff that setting up websites and ticket links and some of it's just like kind of a pain in the ass, Yeah, <laughs> but it all worked out and now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of that like technical stuff, it could be like pretty draining when you just have to do a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like drawing the pictures. I know how to do all the other stuff. But. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I always find that since I do design, like people want to always just ask me to do like random tech things or like just set up stuff on their computer, even though I don't like doing that stuff either. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we have a bunch of people who work like hella hard to make websites work and yeah. whatever, get all the info we need. But I think it's just it's high stress and then I'm just happy. Like everything went well. Um, but yeah. Right. I, I saw like on your Instagram and I think on your somewhere else as well, you have like the thing that says jackass of all trades. <laughs> and I was wondering if you could kind of give like an overview, uh, to the audience of like all the different kind of things you're involved in and what you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think of myself like, mostly as a illustrator um and i i love like doing designs and making shirts and any kind of design logo like that's really what i think of as like my main focus um but yeah i've kind of fallen into managing a couple bands and that just came through uh like sell like doing the designs for them and then selling the merch on tour and then eventually just tour managing and now it's like okay well (laughs) you can just handle everything while we're at home too so i do all that stuff um i guess i also play music like that's Mm -hmm. kind of how i got into the world of like touring and stuff like that um so yeah just like all around like try to be a artistic creative dude yeah you know whatever medium and then i also kind of have this side of my brain that's like not that bad at math and stuff so i can do the logistics and ordering and any you know yeah and that helps <laughs> it, it's funny because you see like with um when you go on like your instagram for example you have all those pages and it's just like what is all this stuff like is he is he own all this is he like what is he involved with because then you look you look through the different ones like you have obviously your own stuff you have the the mom jean stuff and then the the honey tv and you can obviously tell that you're doing like the art direction for it because you kind of go through it it all has that similar style but it's like i was always wondering like damn this man does a lot of stuff over here (laughs) yeah i mean i really like like the creative director role like I would hope that, you know, five to 10 years from now, I'm able to take like the creative director role to whatever kind of band or brand or something like that. Um, the Honey TV stuff is super fun too. That's just yeah. like a shirt company. So it is nice. And I'm real grateful to be a part of like this many arms of like making art, like fashion, mm-hmm. music, digital. 
So we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we got <laughs> we got Joel moved into another room, so should be good to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was talking about uh, I was talking about the band and things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just thinking it's probably cool to, you know, be connected to all these different things because if we've seen with COVID, like anything can happen. So if something happens, maybe you have another one you can lean on more or focus on more. Like you're not screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Honey TV stuff, which is like this t-shirt company that I run with some people who are actually in some of these bands too. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how we all know each other. Like one of the tour managers is also, he does all the logistics ordering. Oh, the photographer nice. is a photographer. Like it's all very, very close to the touring world. But um, we were able to do that, like, you know, really go for it as far as like starting a brand uh, because there was no tours and there was nothing, you know, <clears throat> we're the type of people that like can't really just sit around. Yeah. <laughs> That's good though, because a lot of people, you know, when like bad stuff happens, they kind of just wait around for like the things to pick back up. It's good. You were like, nah, let's get some shit started. Let's get a brand or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really like, um, there's this dude, Andy J pizza that has like a podcast Mm -hmm. and, uh, he really about this like 30 day project. So like usually whenever I'm feeling like I'm at a wall or something, I'll try to just do a 30 day project and yeah you know and so that's kind of like the honey tv thing was like let's just do a shirt design like every day and whatever it seems like people like we'll post that (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like you're already designs you're doing like in that square format they already translate well to like just screen printing that shit and throwing it on a garment yeah yeah i kind of like i like that i've set kind of parameters on 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 the digital medium because mm-hmm. like i do see some people making really cool stuff with like like in photoshop and whatever else and like you know and i think oh if i wanted to print this <laughs> on a shirt like it would just cost me like 20 dollars or something so yeah i like to i like to keep that in mind like the pantone swatches and then also you know what are the fewest amount of colors that can communicate what mm-hmm. i want you know yeah, and your stuff's obviously, like, I'm sure the printers love it. Like, it's easily separated. Just you got the black, maybe a pop of color, another color, and that's about it. It's all vector, too. It's, yeah, it's all butt-to-butt. It's all vector. It's, like, <clears throat> super easy. Yeah, and, I mean, like, I used to live with uh, our printers for the Honey TV stuff, and I oh. like, worked there and helped them out. <clears throat> so it's, like, I know that process pretty well. Right. Uh, and yeah, I do think that informed like all this stuff that I ended up making pretty much. Yeah, sure. And it's that stuff's kind of like it can be a disaster sometimes if you don't get to talk to the actual printing people. And it's like if you're not on the same page, I've had I've had designs I try to make uh, either screen prints or posters of. And they're just like it's basically cut off on the entire edge. And I, even though I put the the bleeds and all that, and if you don't, it's nice to be able to actually go into like either your friends, like you're saying, or you live with them or a local person and actually, you know, like work on it together instead of just sending it off. Yeah. 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 We, <clears throat> we'll we be on the phone like once a week at least, you know, and we've gone through different like sizes, like widths of the designs we print. Mm-hmm. Like this is like, I think 13 inches across, which is like, I didn't know that that was a sweet spot until maybe <laughs> well, honestly like, 3,000, 4,000 shirts later. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, it'd be cool if all those were a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is a fine line, like between getting that big, like all over print versus like some stuff will just look way too small, even though it should be filling up the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because I've been maybe doing this graphic design. I don't even really call it that, I guess. Just like I've been trying to do the freelance, like, artist thing uh-huh. for maybe like 10 years now which is insane to me to think right. about that but definitely like you know it it's taken that long <laughs> to like figure out 
how to do things like the consistent way. Sure. And also like this big print, like the way that things are every brand or whatever is doing these oversized prints, like nobody was really doing I mean, it wasn't as popular, I'd say. Yeah. In the last like ten years. But then now it's like kind of, oh, either you're a brand that has like huge designs on your shirts and they're like way over the top and maybe it's even like a cut and sew, like right. you know. Or you're a brand that like you know has like the tiniest little like polo. Yeah, definitely. Even like maybe three years ago, I remember everyone was kind of just doing like you got like a little logo right here like this or something, and then the back maybe (laughs) has that logo bigger or something, but it wasn't too like crazy, you know. It wasn't like these big. I feel like the oversized stuff really came like out of all the like '90s and like Y2K like bootleg type of shit. Yeah. (laughs) I caught that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like, that's the thing, too. Yeah, maybe 20 years ago, like, I think a lot of these things are, like, recursive. Like, we're going to see people just do, like, the small embroidery, like, in the middle in, like, five years or something. And people will be like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know. That's so 2014 (laughs) or some shit. Yeah, like, all the golf stuff was, like, super. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, I I feel like that, that changed a lot of stuff is that whole like odd future yeah it's a streetwear supreme all that kind of like basic looking stuff honestly um i've really been liking the stuff you've been doing too with that's kind of i guess you'd call it like a re like not redesign but almost like you put this other stuff that people know about into your style kind of and I mm-hmm. feel like like the I really like the Akira one and like the Katamari oh, yeah. and stuff because it, it it looks cool in that style. Like I feel like you it caters well to it because it's already kind of especially like the more ones that are younger like with Deku and stuff. It's already kind of like playful, so it works great in like that kind of world. Yeah, I had like a like idea a while ago that was you know I see I I felt really cool a while ago maybe like. A year ago, mm-hmm. I noticed like, whoa, all these big brands are kind of doing this like doinky style that I do. Like, whoa, you know, it's kind of all happening around me. Yeah. So then I, I just got to thinking like, you know, how do you know, how do you land the Nike? How do you land the like Adidas or even like what the Supreme collab, yeah. or, you know, shit like that. And I just I was like, I might as well just do it <laughs> on my Instagram, like make the design that I think that they would buy or sell or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and so, yeah, then now a year later, I think that process has become like, what, what can I bring from the past into like what I feel like is this modern style? Um, and yeah, that's like that Akira stuff. Like I, I love like anime and things mm-hmm. like that. Katamari is like my favorite game. <laughs> so yeah. it's really like, it's nice to bring the culture to what I'm doing. Cause I feel like, you know, hopefully there's like money there or jobs there or something. Right. But, but I, I definitely try to make space for like what I like and what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it comes from. And it's always a little bit easier too, like when you're doing something that you're going to be putting out to the world to have some kind of familiarity aspect to it, you know, like, and anyone can instantly, if you played Katamari, like you instantly resonate with that little fucking head that is just whatever. He looks like a, like a weird, his head looks like a weird little cylinder just turned on its side. Like once you see that, you're like, oh, I miss that. Yeah. Like, Well, and all those things inform my style too, like anime and like i don't know adventure time and like futurama and katamari like yeah all those things are kind of it it makes sense to me to do them because it's like it doesn't it's not that big of a leap but it feels good and yeah i mean on instagram it's all about like what 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 are people gonna share on their or whatever you know and and I, i'm happy that like my instagram can kind of be that place sometimes yeah where you just go there and oh i can tell everybody that i like akira by sharing this thing yeah um, and and maybe they also like joel <laughs> and so and it's cool, cool when they find that out you know like when you follow maybe like 
doesn't have to be an artist or a designer, but just someone that you enjoy like learning about online and following. And then you see that they like, oh, they like this too. Like, hell yeah. Like they're even cooler, you know, like I already liked his art, but now that I know he loves anime even better. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of conversations I'll have just in the comments or in my messages that's just like, whoa, like, you know, thanks for doing this. This is super sick. And then we'll just talk about anime for like yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> have you um, cool. have you gotten in contact or like has anyone noticed any of the ones you've done of like the actual people like Frank or like any of the artists or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, you you'd think I'm begging for like a season desist. <laughs> <for some of them. laughs> um, I don't think I don't think anybody has. Um, but I will say like. I kind of did that Frank, the first like bootleg Frank shirt, uh-huh. just because I like love Frank Ocean, right. like you know, great, great fucking music. Uh, and so I did that just because, like, oh yeah, I really want to do this. And and then we did the shirts because I was like, ah, oh, this would be punk rock fun. Let's just see like what we can do with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's no season to assist, but maybe a week or two ago. I was working on a design uh, for another rapper because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll do like the freelance stuff too. Right. Uh, and yeah, the reference on their like sheet or whatever was <laughs> that Frank bootleg. And then like some other things that I did for that Chinatown market. Yeah. Um, and so like that, like seeing that and hearing that, I was like, I kind of just did that thing, the Frank shirt, like out of love and for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but even things like that, I think materially kind of benefit, uh, you know, in a kind of like a kismet way or like, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm waiting to see how all these things like, you know, either return a season desist <laughs> or they give me some kind of like good feeling. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, and I didn't even mean necessarily that, like, I feel like nowadays with how the internet works, it's almost like the opposite effect like someone will see something and if it's really that dope they're like yo like can we actually do this you know like can we actually get this made or whatever and that that would be cool too true well so like yeah a little bit different but i did like this pierre bjorn uh drawing he's like that with like the um uh with the flowers right and shit like that yeah it has like the murakami flowers yeah yeah murakami yeah i love like i I like that intersect of music and art. And then I really like that producer and the shit he's done. Um, and so he ended up sharing that on his page. And like, maybe that happens sometimes. Like, yeah, I have like, because of the music thing, I have like friends that are band managers, rapper managers, things like that. And, um, you know, they'll pop in and say like, yo, this is cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, the PR Bjorn thing was really tight. And that is nice. I guess I'm not too used to like, I'm used to just plugging away and whatever I kind of get out of it, I'm happy with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you never know, you know, every, like the internet's such a weird place. Like some of the, you no matter what you kind of plan or how you kind of roll stuff out or the way you interact online and what you post, like some stuff, it can turn into this big old thing and you never even thought about it. Other times you, you make these cool, like, campaigns or whatever you want to call them and then no one really cares like you never really know what's gonna happen what's gonna hit or not yeah completely yeah i mean yeah i don't get the internet (laughs) really (laughs) i just try to have a good time there yeah i feel Uh, like at some point you just have to it doesn't matter you just have to do your thing you know and hope for the best because you can't really keep up with all the actual like algorithms and and whatnot oh yeah I mean, that's what I like about, I think maybe the biggest things for me, at least on Instagram, which is mainly where I am, is like consistency and uh, yeah, that's actually about it. (laughs) I think if you can consistently like have something for people to look at, I try to do every day sometimes and it, I do see that it really works that like people, the same people will come back at what, 6 p.m and see the drawings and yeah so yeah that is one of the best things you can do because people always want to know like secrets and stuff and all the people i see that 
especially in like, I don't know if this is the same for other niches, but especially like art and design and stuff. If you're doing a similar time kind of every day or every other day, people like subconsciously know that that's kind of coming at that time and whatnot. Yeah, completely. Um, yeah, you know, I'm like pretty proud of how I have like a pretty fast output and like, Mm -hmm. my style like lends itself to that like it's nothing like that crazy i honestly think if i spent more than like three hours or so on a piece i would overwork it and like you know i think it would it would suffer or something so that also lends itself to like oh it's you know 4 30 right i can still make something and throw it up on instagram um and it's really cool. And I think, yeah, I think it's dope. But I also think maybe it sets like a potentially like an unhealthy example. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't really tell someone who's doing like big old acrylic paintings or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you should do that every day. <laughs> like, I think uh, people need to find their own like groove and their own, you know. Yeah, some some people some people's style, you know, it, it lends itself more to like and not not necessarily that it's like easier or anything, but it's just like more digestible. Like you can kind of do it every day and throw it up and like you and you say it takes you a few hours and other people they may only complete something every month, you know, cuz it's this super yeah. involved thing that kind of actually takes that long. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it does the internet is bad in that way where it's like people are making really intricate, beautiful work and they have to post it. And then that's like, Oh, that's like the, uh, accumulation or whatever of all the work you've done is like mm-hmm. an Instagram post. Like that's pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, people like that, I guess I would say, you know, let's try to find something like quick and, quick and easy, you know, for the Instagram to make your thing that you like. And that should be maybe separate from like how you're like constantly interacting with people. Sure. I mean, I even get burnout and I'm just drawing like fucking smiley faces. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. I, I, um, I heard you say you're talking about Chinatown market and I, I saw that stuff here with them. I've spoke to a few other people that have worked with them and I was wondering how that kind of went with you. I've heard good things about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, it was kind of like, I guess a year ago now it was at the very beginning of the pandemic. Okay. Um, I was doing this like kind of daily project, right? Where I was just uh, kind of, it was almost like journal, journaling, like how I felt each mm-hmm. day. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'll preface this even like before that, I was touring nonstop for probably like, honestly, like five years straight, just oh, touring. Sure. I'd be at home like maybe a month or two and then just like back out on the road. Um, and so I would do the art in the van, like do drawing, do the shirt designs, you know, whatever other yeah. stuff. Um, or I would do like a poster, like an ad mat a day for tours I was on too. And so I always kind of wondered, okay, if I got home and just plugged away at making art and like, you know, trying to create something and I didn't have this, all these other variables of what I need to spend my time doing, mm-hmm. like what are the what's the possibilities with that right yeah so then i get home tour gets canceled because of covid and i'm like that's not awesome but it's kind of awesome because i can just sit at home and draw yeah then yeah i'm doing this like 30-day project really just like indefinite project where i'm just making these journaling pieces that are kind of like meme format like top text bottom text with just like a character yeah Um, And just working it every day, like trying to figure out what is this, you know, new era, this style that I'm trying to, trying to find. Um, And so I'm doing that and I'm getting followers and stuff because I'm using the account more. Um, And yeah, I noticed like just some cool people, different artists that I liked, uh, 
you know, and so I was, it, it was pretty exciting time. So I was like posting as much as I could. And then, yeah, Mike, uh, Mike Sherman, who's the uh, owner of Chinatown Market, I think we'd probably message back and forth a couple times just like on pieces or whatever, like, oh, yeah. this is cool, that's cool. And then, yeah, he asked if I wanted to do some designs or maybe they wanted to buy some of the designs I had already done. Right. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, I didn't really know too much about the brand. I just... And I looked at their Instagram. I was like, "Oh, all my friends who are cool people follow this, and this is yeah. like cool, <laughs> cool guy. He makes cool art, and right. So yeah, and then so I ended up doing a bunch of designs for them. I think maybe like, I think total maybe like ten designs or something. Okay, or quite a bit. Maybe more than that, but um, some of them went for sale like in this uh, eager club that they do. They're mm-hmm. kind of these like Louis Vuitton. Uh, bootleg kind of things that I think are pretty cool. Right. Um, and then, and then the other stuff was for that, uh, absent Chinatown market collab, which is really awesome. Cause I still see those shirts like floating around, yeah. uh, different rappers and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and yeah, you know, I was even talking to Mike a little bit about like maybe working some more for Chinatown market. Um, but yeah, it kind of just like fizzled a little bit, but I'd say that like the general, the gist of it I got from it, that like, it was, it was pretty awesome. Like, yeah, I paid really well. <laughs> I got treated very nicely. Uh, and yeah, got to be a part of something that I had no, no clue even was going on in the world that like fashion kind of had gone to this place. Yeah, and and that's probably right around like I was saying. Oh, I started seeing Nike and Adidas and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Uh, yeah, I think it was all around that time. I was like, oh shit, like maybe my art is worth something to the general mainstream. But I've just been like doing these like emo bands mm-hmm. and things like that. But like you know, regular ass people might like these. Yeah. Things. Um. And yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I would. I would work for them again. Um, but also maybe doing that kind of uh, inspired me in a way to do the Honey TV stuff. I was kind of like, yeah, oh, that's cool. I, I'm selling this guy <laughs> designs. Like maybe we can just throw these on our own shirts and see how that goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting to hear you talk about like your style and how you were looking at it because it almost seems like you've been kind of doing your thing for x amount of years you got into this new um format where you were like i'm gonna make these little characters and memes and then parallelly like streetwear or whatever was kind of going in that same direction so like instead of having to change your style for what was going on what was going on changed to fit your style yeah yeah i mean it it felt lucky because like i've been like i said i've been doing like artist freelance stuff for i'd say like almost 10 years now yeah since i was like 17. and yeah i always just tried to find my own thing and it started off like a bit like more dark weird like kind of I don't even know. Just like it's gone all over the place. And I think it also has to do with like, you know, how I'm feeling in life. Like sure. I try to bring a lot of emotion into this stuff, which, you know, <laughs> counter to everything we just talked about, which is like, how can Joel sell these designs for money? Uh, it's like, it is kind of a, like a interesting juxtaposition where like, I do really mm try to put a lot of like love and energy into the art so that, you know, if somebody does connect with it, then like, you know, maybe we actually do have like a genuine thing going on Mm -hmm. and like, you know, our sense of community or whatever is actually, yeah, there is actually something there, you know? And I feel like it's a misconception. Like people think 
you're like not if you make money or sell things you're like it's not allowed to like mean something to you anymore or like be deep or anything and i've seen some of your older stuff and like i've seen you do some of the stuff around like issues that were going on and things and like that's just the proof right there that it's not all about you're not just like oh i want this famous brand like you actually care about what you're doing and you don't compromise your i guess uh like morals or ideologies or whatever for the sake of like selling more shirts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the fundraising stuff, which was like a year ago, like last Mm -hmm. June around like the, all the police violence and killings and like, and we, I mean the last year has been like a freaking whirlwind of bad things. Yeah. (laughs) Like to have, like what I kind of felt like as like I had maybe a uh, position to, to help and to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I mean the first, the first shirt that we actually sold as like a honey TV branded thing is this shirt uh, that got the pigs on it. And it says uh, mm-hmm. cops give pigs a bad name and it has yeah, that one's funny a big block of text and and also these other two shirts that were like based off uh these like protest flyer posters that i've made mm-hmm. for my friends in la who are like you know going to these protests and they wanted like something to stick up on the walls mm-hmm. of like businesses and stuff so like i still see those shirts i mean that's you dope. Know, it's a good thing because like it's it's really tough like going through all that and then being where we are now and kind of feeling like the momentum is lost a little bit and like, you know, change is a lot more stubborn than we want it to be. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, a year ago, I think I was feeling really good. Like, oh man, like, you know, we've, we raised like $200,000 for mutual aid out here. That's what's up. Good stuff. Which is like, you know, totally insane. Um, and it felt good. Like this is like a material thing to help, you know, houseless folks and, mm-hmm. and people who are like disenfranchised in the, in the community. And it also makes me feel good. I really just moved out here. It's like, Oh, I can like do something to help oh, yeah. uh, this place that I like. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's, uh, you're right. It speaks to the art because, I don't think I would do something like that. I don't think anybody probably, I mean, hopefully not. Nobody would do that as like a, I'd do this to look cool or, or mm-hmm. something like the politics matched on how I was feeling and yeah. it's like, just let it rip. And then I was like, Oh my God, we could probably sell these things and, <laughs> and do some good. Yeah. That's what's cool about shirts too is, um, I've talked about this with other people before, like someone can love your art and design, but sometimes there's a barrier to entry to like just buying like a poster or art or a print. Everyone wears shirts, you know, it doesn't matter. So if you can put something on a shirt, even better, you're like a walking flyer or like a walking poster. Yeah. And I, and I noticed this, it's changing a little bit, my opinion of, uh, am I glitching out? No, you're good. I could. Um, my opinions changed a little bit on this, but I also felt like you know when you make art for a band, it kind of uh, limits the scope of like who's gonna look at it, and people have like very like ah like like they're very ready to decide on a band. Like they'll hear it and they'll say this is horrible, even mm-hmm. if they don't know about music or you know it's like the subjectivity and like music and bands is uh pretty high but meanwhile i think like clothing brands while people may like dislike them or something i don't think people are as ready to say like no i would never wear that like you kind of like well maybe i would wear the next yeah or you know it's less uh, divisive in a way that makes sense with bands too you have to a lot more elements have to line up with the person's like I don't know, opinion or whatever, like most people, if they were going to buy a shirt from a band, they would need to like the band, probably at least to a certain extent, like the people that play in the band and then also like the design rather than the clothing brand 
as sad as it is, most people don't really care about the creator, like their morals and stuff. They'll buy the shirt if it's cool. With a band, you have to, a lot more stars have to line up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, right, is good and bad. Because I feel like now that I'm in the, like, kind of fashion world, mm-hmm. or, you know, lack of a better way to say it, um, yeah. like, I'm gonna try to reset my audio really quick because I think it's like glitching out. Cool. So, um, one thing that I always wanted to, I wanted to ask you that I th- wondered if you ever thought about is, I think your style would cater really cool to like if you teamed up with a writer and did like a kids book. I feel like that would be badass. Yeah, I get the not a lot, but. Uh, I definitely tried like a couple times. I have uh, my friend John, who's like a really good. Uh, he's mostly like a poet, but he writes like stuff, and he's also in a band and mm-hmm. sings, writes music. Um, Young Jesus, which is actually an LA band, they're great. Oh hi. Yeah. Um, we tried a couple times to get a book together like years ago, and I kind of just wasn't at the. It's kind of like you you're like, oh, I'm totally ready to do this thing. Like I have the vision and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of show up and you're like, oh, I definitely am not where I thought I was. Or like, I yeah, don't have, I get that. There's still a gap between me and like uh, 50 illustrations that are consistent and beautiful. And <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. so, but maybe, maybe these days, I, you know, I've basically been just training <laughs> yeah. to do, do some kind of project. That's like, anonymous or something that'd be cool though i think i know what you mean though i've there's times where i was gonna take on either some personal endeavor some big involved thing and i didn't for whatever reason or it didn't work out and then now like two years down the line i think in my head i'm glad i didn't do that because I, I i could maybe do it now but i still don't even feel like a hundred percent on it so if it would have went out then it would have maybe did more harm than good yeah yeah i mean i kind of like have even all of my stuff from the beginning of when i started my instagram like almost as uh like if somebody is curious enough to go through and see the eras like you know i'm not like i wouldn't put out work like that now Mm -hmm. but i've i've just grown from there like it is like you can see where it comes from there's some stuff that bef- that I did hell years ago before I really even had like the art Instagram. Um, that's pretty bad, <laughs> but I'm not like wouldn't wouldn't really ever want to bring up. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah. What? Um, how long would you say that you've been kind of doing this kind of style that you think you're somewhat known for now? Like the illustrations that kind of stretched like condensed type and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I started like incorporating words into the mix. Um, maybe just shy of like, really just, I'd say a year ago. I think I sat down. When you did the journal like, things kind of around the time of the journal stuff. Yeah. Like I, I sat down to do that project and I kind of thought about more like bigger than me. Like what, what is going to work on this website? Mm-hmm. What is what do people want to see? What do I want to see too? It's like, well, there's these things called memes <laughs> that everybody yeah. loves, and so I was like, I'm funny and and creative and also like, you know, a little like psychedelic spiritual dude. Like, I can come up with what I think is poignant text that is lightened by how goofy the Mm -hmm. art is you know and so it's really it was really intentional but i think before that i was really trying to communicate with the drawing like no you know this is how i'm feeling like i used to do these uh like characters or like big spaces filled with trees Mm -hmm. and i draw and it would take forever and i draw like you know 300 little trees inside of like an outline of a body and I you know 
communicating like, whoa, like it's just, I feel like this big expanse. And I notice all the captions are like, they say something like that I would just throw in the drawing now. But I feel like I just combined. And also I'm an English major. I didn't graduate college. Mm, okay. <laughs> but I love to write and like love poetry. And so, yeah, it, it feels cool because it feels like a big uh, apex of everything everything I've ever done has kind of led me to this style and I've been doing it for like about a year now. So, Yeah. And that's awesome. Like, you know, it's crazy to me. always talking to all these different people, all these little things that like from your life that you've experienced, they all eventually seem to feed into this like one specific thing. Like, you know, you had your English degree. I'm sure like you wouldn't be thinking like, this is going to help with making these super cool, like illustrative memes one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dog behind me going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's all very like cosmic kismet stuff, and like I like that. Like I like to feel like everything I've done mattered, and maybe right. that's like to speak to like having that stuff to on my Instagram. I could see people just like archiving, mm -hmm. you know stuff that isn't relevant what um so i know you said you started the honey tv around the time when touring stopped and so uh what was kind of like the process of like st actually starting that brand like did you team up with the, those other guys you already knew basically yeah well so the honey tv thing in general goes back before i was involved so, right, I tour with a band called Mom Jeans and a band mm -hmm. called Just Friends. Uh, they're both from the Bay Area. Um, and we would, and I would be on the tour and we'd have extra merch, right, at the end of the tour. So we would just throw this stuff up on Big Cartel and that was Honey TV. It was like the, after the tour, you can go here and it has all this band merch. Okay. And uh, we, the, I, like I said, I maybe was only involved in designing the shirts I wasn't like, you know, I was designing shirts for the bands and then it would get home. And then it, a, a guy named Sam class <laughs> who isn't just friends and mom jeans actually. <laughs> um, and it's pretty much, it was pretty much just him doing like the leftover sales and stuff. Um, and then I started to help him actually maybe like two years ago, we did a pretty big tour uh yeah well i mean we yeah, we've just been touring <laughs> i can't it was like forever ago yeah um, but we came back with a bunch of stuff and i was like let's like flush this out and like design more things and mm -hmm. like have like a drop that's like these just friends and mom jeans big band drop um and just see how and so yeah we did that and made just like uh what was a whole lot of money to us back then and we were like, this is awesome. Let's do this all the time. So then we oh, started yeah. doing these like band oriented merch drops. Um, and we'd bring in like, I play in a band called King of Heck. That's just like a little project. Uh, everybody in the bands have multiple like side bands and things. Mm -hmm. So we were just like, let's get them all together and <laughs> do the same thing. And so that was probably, yeah, like two, three years ago. I think the shift to being like an independent kind of clothing company mm -hmm. that happened, that was happening like in conjunction with these daily projects that I was doing right. at the beginning of the pandemic. Like my hope was I'm going to do these, whatever people like we'll throw on shirts and we'll sell it through Honey TV. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that a lot of the protests and like civil unrest interrupted that for me and kind of drove me to like i actually want to make art like this that can help yeah you know, in, in any way and yeah so then that happened and so then that's why that's like become the first thing that we sold is like a honey tv shirt pretty mm. much. yeah because now but it's it like this back, big thing back probably like four or five years of just being like a little little uh garage sale <laughs> or something yeah that's crazy because you, you see it now and now it's like this seems like this, you know, big involved thing. Like you have kind of drops often and all these different designs and, and colorways and it looks like, you know, a proper 
streetwear or whatever company. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're just, we're just plug in, plug in away and like hoping to, it's fun still. So it feels good. Um, but yeah, everybody else who works there, like I said, like one of the dudes is a, another tour manager mm-hmm. and he does all the ordering. The photographer does all the photos. Um, the other singer and Sam band helps with social media stuff. And then our old merch guy is another guy who helps us and does like shipping and stuff. And yeah, it's like a big family ordeal. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy to see, like, I think I was looking on either the Honey TV site or yours and like it shows kind of all the different things that you've worked on and like worked with. And it seems like you you have your style and it's in so many different like little <laughs> entities or whatever. Like they almost all look like they're under the same like, you know, Joel like brand in a way. Yeah. I mean, that's that's cool to hear. That's like. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I make too much shit. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> uh, it's all got to go somewhere. I, I hope there's a day coming soon. Like I've tried to like, we've done collaborations too with some other artists. Like there's this guy, uh, his name, I actually don't know his name, but uh, yeah. Called like, his, his name's Bottles. <laughs> I don't even know the dude, but he does like really cool, like cartoony type like same thing almost like meme or uh-huh. and it's just it's hella good so like i want to do more of that where like we're making like collaborations happen things yeah yeah that'd be cool and it, i mean it seems like like we were talking about in the beginning you really pivoted with all the stuff that was going on and figured out a way to like i'm sure you wouldn't have been able to handle all this if you were still touring in the van trying to do it all yeah well and so this is the other thing that's crazy that comes from it is everything i do all of those designs for years and years i don't even use like a wacom tablet or bamboo or nothing i'm just on the trackpad yeah (laughs) so like i'll be in the van like you know holding the laptop and just drawing like with my hand yeah Uh, and that totally came from like okay well i gotta make stuff but i'm sitting in a van all day I know, um, and you have to like hold your wrist to like try to <laughs> keep it to go straight. Yeah, well, it's crazy. Like I have a whole, I like have, I put pillows like on my lap and then that like absorbs the shock. And then like I have like a big case that I bring on tour. <laughs> That's, That's like funny. the desk. Yeah, it's like it's, people when you make stuff is like, they just like, this is painful. <laughs> Watch someone do this. Man, if you got a Wacom or like an iPad, it'd be like super Saiyan for you. And you'd be able to. <laughs> I'm like stuck in my ways. I have like the iPad with the pen. I thought I would use it. I did it for like, I was doing these like 3D sculpt, like clay sculpture things mm-hmm. in the, and there's an app on the iPad. I was doing that and then throwing that into Illustrator and into Photoshop and like back and forth and like making it look crazy. Um, and yeah, it was a little too that's the one thing with uh maybe where i'm at as an artist and with like the position or whatever like the the platform i guess mm-hmm. uh is i can't I, I feel limited like i really shouldn't just make something <laughs> that looks like crazy psychotic like you know i want to keep it all uniform in a way and just yeah grow yeah so. that makes sense and um so do you do a lot of like, I guess, other stuff still when it comes to like freelance, like just commissions and with like other brands that you wouldn't like that it's not on your own thing as much? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I ended up doing a bunch of album art uh, recently because mm-hmm. all of these tours uh, and things are coming back. We're looking to release music and all. so I like have this thing like in the back of my mind where I'm like, my art is really cool. And I think it has like a really nice uh, role mm-hmm. in culture, you know, but I don't totally feel like it works on like in certain applications. So like on an album art, I, I feel like I have to come up with something that is more uh, that, that like appeals to a different 
type of thing. Like it serves a different function maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So like, that's all just to say, like I did an album art that was like a photograph of a hand with a knife. And then it was like half toned out and then like destroy, like, you know, back and forth, just like made a really messed up looking photo, which I would right. really have post on my page, but I know how to do all that stuff just because, I used to do things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. They were like darker, creepier. Um, and I really like a lot of artists that, you know, I follow a lot of like tattoo artists, hardcore band t-shirt guys. Oh, yeah. I follow like, um, yeah. And, and I, maybe I just think like some projects are a good opportunity to like flex a different muscle. Sure. Uh, and so I, I look forward to that and I almost would rather do that than fall into the thing that I kind of have, have to do for the Instagram or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the mark of like a good, you know, creative or designer or whatever is to not only know, like I have this style that I'm good at, but to have the self-awareness to know that like this medium or this application caters more to like photos, you know, like some of the best album arts are basically just art directed pictures with some type in the in the corner or something you know yeah i almost always suggest a photo like Mm -hmm. i i love making up a little logo or something um but yeah there's just something about it i don't know i think uh i would be putting too much of myself into an album art and maybe an album art isn't really about me so that's like where it really comes from it's a good point and I, I even yeah. saw like in your story today, I think it was, you had like that, like tour announcement thing. And yeah, even that yeah. looked like something where you can still kind of tell you made it, but it's a lot more like photo edited and like heavier on the people. Yeah. Well, so that photo is actually crazy. That's just a film photo that mm-hmm. I didn't even touch. Right. But it, I was like, this is so kind of like Baroque or something or whatever. Yeah, All the blacks <laughs> just kind of like yeah. bleed out on the edges. Um, but then like that post that ad map, for example, like that's a little bit of my style. Like, you know, it's like kind of wonky, but mm-hmm. definitely for mom jeans, at least like I really am trying to do like this is like an iconic logo and this is like punk rock poster, you know? Oh, yeah. We've done things in the past that have like little characters on it and things like that. And I think those are strong and cool. But yeah, I don't know. Just having like an actual like bigger vision Mm -hmm. than just drawing a picture more like let's build out like what looks like epic and crazy and you know in 10 years someone look at it and be like oh you know that's where this logo came from or something you know yeah that's That's dope what was the um idea to like where'd you get the idea to do this stuff with the uh, baseball teams yeah um that's kind of just i mean it's interesting. I think I just saw so many people doing like parodies on the logos and things. Mm-hmm. And I think I jokingly just made one like with mushrooms, just be like, this is kind of stupid, but mm-hmm. I don't even know what the intersect of like people who do psychedelic drugs and play baseball. <laughs> maybe there's one. Uh, but yeah, it was just like, let's bring some humor into what I feel like all of these kind of, Streetwear companies are a little like pretentious with the Yankee cap or the, mm-hmm. and and I also did like the A's, uh, like this shirt that says "Smoke a little grass." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got a little caterpillar. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I don't know, just trying to make like parodies and humors and things. Oh yeah, look, he's got it on. <laughs> oh hell yeah, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think the honey TV, like trying to find like the pillars of what the brand is or something Uh It's like, it's definitely punk rock. It's definitely funny. doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, and it definitely has like a arm that is like, you know, very emotional, caring (laughs) fundraisers and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that those are like things that I can reference when I go to make a drop or go to put together some things, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes we take a little, a little swing and miss. Uh, but I think it's like all fun, you know? 
Yeah. And, and the the thing the crazy thing about those baseball things is like they sold like all right, but now after the fact, it's like we get messages like every day about it. <laughs> and it's like yeah. all right, well, you know, maybe we need to work on marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it it just seems it seems cool in general like the the stuff you're doing with the Honey TV because it's obviously has a lot of you like in it when you look at the designs, but it seems like uh, contrary to like your Instagram where you feel like it's the same thing each time in a way you, you have more like you've uh, given yourself more freedom to like branch out into kind of different ideas and stuff. Yeah. I mean, some of it's just like, like we did this gorilla shirt, which some people were like not so stoked on cause it looked very similar. It's like I the, with the camo one, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, Likely, I would never just copy and paste a design and print it on a shirt. I say likely because maybe one day I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, I drew it, I redrew it and with the line work. And then I did like, I have like all these things I go through when I'm doing the drawings of like, I curve some things and I rough in stuff and I mm-hmm. throw it back and forth, like through a scanning type thing, and, like, you know, like a process. And so I did that right. to that, but it just looked the same, <laughs> but it's just cause I wanted that shirt. I've wanted like a gorilla's shirt with that thing on uh-huh. it for probably 20 years or something now. Yeah. So I think it's I cause the style, you know, like it's a lot, um, the guy that does those, that those things it's, it's not yeah. even like you at all, but it's a lot more like your style than let's say my hero Academy or whatever. Yeah. That too. Like, yeah. Sometimes I just do a shirt cause I want to. <laughs> I hope and that's fine. You know, whatever. That. <laughs> yeah. That stuff. I love that. Uh, gorilla shit though. Like the tank girl stuff too. Su- super cool. Like all those old comics. Like I-, I think it's cool to see that stuff in such a mainstream thing. Like they definitely made it like cool to to use like comic shit in a way yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm big on like anime like i feel like that's mostly i watch that and like seinfeld (laughs) (laughs) about it um but yeah that's cool uh one one last thing i just wanted to ask you is there anything kind of exciting other than what we've talked about that you have coming up or anything you're you're working on this time around um i mean like i said like i've done maybe i did three album arts that Mm -hmm. i'm proud of and that i think are cool uh that can hopefully be iconic for generations right is the hope always um so those things come out in the next year or so something like that and yeah i mean I'm looking forward to getting back out on the road, hopefully, mm-hmm. and seeing maybe some new people from this art world, Honey TV stuff, that, you know, they can come out to a show and I can meet them and that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what's crazy is I'd say all of the projects that I get to work on feel like really big and rewarding lately. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, they come something, there's shirts for rappers and things I've done and shirts for bands and logos for businesses. And (laughs) just like, you know, I'm excited to just see these things in the wild. Like Mm -hmm. I have been able to see some of the honey TV designs, like in LA and New York, I just be walking around and I'm like, that's so cool that like there's actually a world outside of (laughs) the Instagram of people (laughs) who are, you know, who buy the stuff and like the stuff. And yeah, it like gives the art like a whole new dimension, like existing just out in the wild. So I look forward to seeing that and like meeting those people. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great feeling to see something into fruition all the way through. Yeah, for sure. And um, if you guys want to check out, we're going to do the Q&A. So go check that out if you want to learn a little bit more from Joel. And then other than that, he has his main Instagram, jcrumbofficial. And then 
you can look through, uh, I think there's about five or six other pages on his thing that you can go through honey TV and all that stuff. And I appreciate you coming on, man. It was great to meet you and everything. Yeah. Yeah. This has been awesome. I really appreciate even being considered to have a conversation with. So. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody. And we'll see you next time. Peace out.